0: Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the middle that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a
1: grown-up. If you have trouble sleeping, it can feel like one of the mysteries of the universe, and not in a fun way. We need all the help and all the hand-holding we can get, all the sympathy and all the solutions. Well,
0: Annabelle and I can give you sympathy, and because we love solutions, we are delighted that today's podcast is brought to you by Dream Distillery formulated using potent, high-quality, broad-spectrum CBD and their unique, calming terpene blend whizzed up by botanical scientists.
1: Now, this is not a silver bullet, but it helps so many people, including insomaniacs like me. Dream's The Zed's bath salts not only contain Epsom and Magnesium salts, but also a virtuous blend of lavender, juniper, arnica, blue spirulina and lemongrass, which winds me down from my usual state of hypervigilance so I'm more likely to sleep rather than lie there rigid with tension.
0: A few night drops under my tongue helps me ride out my usual nighttime roller coaster of waking up every couple of hours. These days, I'd really rather not be without it. And the Bed Balm Super Salve helps loosen up my breathing at bedtime. So why not get into bed with Dream Distillery? Because good sleep makes the difference between a good day and a mad day. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm absolutely fine, but I'm a bit bereft and lacking in purpose because for the last three weeks, I have been dedicatedly watching Happy Valley all three seasons and then coming to the office
1: and acting them out for Annabelle. Yep, because what you need to know <laughs> is that I can't watch anything even slightly violent I can watch anything with any suspense. I can't really watch anything with any kind of narrative arc because I've become immediately hysterical. So Emily, being a celestial being, as regular listeners of this podcast will know, has devoted herself to watching it, ruining her own viewing experience by taking notes <laughs> and then coming in and, like, pretending to be serial killers, murderous sheep farmers, deranged detectives.
0: So maybe you guys were, like, early adopters of Happy Valley and invested in this way. But you have not been James Norton. You have not been Anne Gallagher. You have not been Sarah, Sarah Lancashire up the basement stairs while well, not knowing whether Tommy Lee Royce is lying there unconscious or coming to get them. Anyway, I've been all of these people and more and we've had nicknames and plot confusions and I've had to look it up on Wikipedia because some nights it was just too intense and I couldn't remember what was going on. Anyway, Sally Wainwright is a genius, but I am now without purpose. And all the happiness books say that you should have purpose, and now I don't have one. Well, so. well,
1: well I think you should watch Yellowstone, which is apparently brilliant <laughs> and also very frightening, and then you can act that out for me. That
0: is six seasons, I'm brilliant. Not sure.
1: <laughs> What's the problem with six seasons? <laughs>
0: That's true.
1: Anyway, Annabelle, how are you? I am Annabelle, and I'm absolutely fine, but I had to use like a weird at-home blood pressure. The other day, for something that I was doing to take my own blood pressure. And uh, (laughs) I took it three times, and three times it told me that I was in a state of hypertension (laughs) three and should immediately down 999. And so I obviously ignored it. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even, like, bat an eyelid. We were like, okay, well, it must be broken, let's try again. And so your blood pressure just went up and up and up. I mean, it could be because it was just after one of the traumatic scenes in Happy Valley, actually... (laughs) It could be because i just run up the stairs. It could be because anything that tells you to relax makes you immediately tense. Anyway, on the fourth or fifth go, it became vaguely normal. It just goes to show, if you are tired enough, you will ignore anything (laughs) just to be able to keep sitting down. I mean, it's completely true. So, you know, we want to ask our listeners, I mean, are you tired all the time? I mean, like, are you as tired in the morning as you are in the evening? Because I'm as tired. I know I moan about not sleeping, but I'm basically, it's a different flavor of poison, but I'm basically as, as tired after I've slept as I am after a, like, epically horrifying night. Just sort of perma exhausted. Even on those weeks when I drag myself to the gym twice a week and give up wheat and don't drink, you know, and if you've had your thyroid checked, your hormones checked, your iron tested, everything tested, all looks normal, what do you do? You know, you're rattling with expensive supplements, but you still feel like the living dead. And you feel very alone because you exist in a sort of twilight world where your eyes are stinging. And your limbs are really heavy. And I mean, I bounce off walls as I walk down corridors sometimes. I'm so tired. You know, tired after holidays, tired after weekends spent lying down, just never not tired. Well, about once a month, I have a day when I'm not tired. And I notice that. I don't notice feeling tired because that's my bottom line. If you're one of those turbocharged energy snobs, then this episode is not for you, okay? Yeah, I just switch off now. Yeah,
0: This is dedicated to the recognition That so many of us are so exhausted. I mean, how many times have you thought, I'm so tired, so far today? I mean, did you wake up thinking, I'm so tired? I did, right? Did you wake up and spend 10 minutes sitting on the side of the bed, wrapped in a towel, staring at the wall, thinking, how am I going to manage? it's awful, because
1: you you sit there in the morning and the day feels like a prison sentence.
0: Yeah, and and, I mean, 6.01 this morning... I woke up and I thought, I can't wait to go back to bed tonight. And I was actually lying in bed. Yeah. And it feels sort
1: of sinful. That's a big, weird moral word. But it does
0: feel wrong to wish time away. I know. And there was that Jamie Lee Curtis meme going around the other day when she refused to go to the Oscars lunch, but Oscars supper, because it started at
1: 7 yeah. p.m. And um... mommy goes to bed early. Yeah. You know, when we were in our twenties, we—I mean, I started to learn towards the end of my twenties that nothing good happens after three a.m. But now I think we all agree it's hard to find anything good that happens after half past nine p.m. I mean, we talk about sleep more than we talk about sex. I mean, definitely, yeah. We're filled with dread. It's dried up, and I mean, I see like blurry, floaty shapes out of the corners of my eyes, and then I whip my head round to try and capture them and hold on to them, and they vanish. I mean, it's—it's it's really quite mad and all the time you're pretending to be a fully functioning human
0: woman and almost the worst is the i'm so tired i'm not tired high
1: yeah you flip it you bend it bend the tiredness and suddenly you're like firing on all
0: fucking cylinders exactly. you're a ninja you are you know making extremely quick although probably very ill-advised decisions um you're so tired that you exist in like an altered state I don't know, like a sort of high-pitched squeak hanging in the universe. You're like, yes. I don't need sleep. You think I've got this. Yeah, well, three words to that. Go to bed.
1: Yeah, sure, but OK, you know, the plot thickens. It gets more of an upsetting. Go to bed. Sometimes that doesn't help because bed has sort of become the enemy. I've got a really intense relationship with my bed. And However clean the sheets and high the thread count and poofed up the pillows are, you know, however desperate you are to get back there to the, your gorgeous nest, you can develop a kind of, like a bed dread because you know that your brain is gearing up all your adrenals or whatever the fuck it is, like we said, the mysteries of the universe, is gearing up to um, to, to wake you up at 3am with, you know, perhaps, a, you know, a, a screening of your most humiliating moments of the last 20 years, or perhaps just nothing at all, just the awake. That's, for me, the problem. As gets, everyone goes... Oh, do you wake up feeling anxious? No, the problem isn't anxiety, although that that obviously you know does loom large in my life sometimes. The problem is the awake.
0: And the worst thing about it, well, no, sorry, not the worst, but one of the sort of oddest things about it is that I used to literally be able to fall asleep anywhere. I mean, I have um, fallen asleep under my desk at work in my 20s, although obviously it was because I'd been up out drinking till 4am but still like literally curled up in a ball under my desk totally happy in when I went traveling around India it was just in the second class carriage with like tons of people around I mean the idea makes me kind of physically shiver now but I could put on just a sarong and lean on my ratty Jackie Collins that I bought in the market or whatever and I'd be fast asleep for eight hours I mean it's now I wake up on the sofa and it's 11 13 and it's cold and there's probably dribble and you know the rustle of a crisp packet and I know I've just fucked everything
1: yeah always knowing that we've always just fucked everything (laughs) welcome to adulthood are we now forced to accept that adulthood is just being tired all the time you know my conversation mainly consists of telling people that I feel tired and then them telling me that they feel tired and then we have a dispiriting few minutes sharing details about meditation apps and maybe a, a hormone doctor I do spend a lot of time, I mean, this is, quite, this is probably very self-indulgent, but I do wonder if it's normal to feel this exhausted all the time. Anyway, uh, we took to Instagram to do one of our very non-scientific surveys, and we asked you lot how badly you sleep. We said, last night I slept so badly that... Please complete the sentence. And, and you know, as ever, we realised that we're not alone. I mean, a little while ago, I remember, I remember thinking, you know, last night I slept so badly that... I sprayed hairspray under my arms, thinking it was deodorant. God, and it stung, and I didn't wash it off. I no, just
0: went to work. That's the crucial thing: so you didn't think, okay, well, you just like, I hope this is
1: going to work because I am I fucked if it's going to stop my rhythm. Yeah, you don't think rewind? <laughs> oh, well, never mind. I'll just, I'll just go again. You just <laughs> proceed until apprehended, right? <laughs> I know.
0: Honestly, the other day I put my, I slept so badly that I put my contact lenses on twice. Obviously, I'm instantly blinded. and thought, oh, my God, nothing is working. Even my contact lenses, what has happened? My prescription has collapsed overnight. My eyes are, I'm going blind. But actually, I remembered that I put my contact lenses on before I'd gone downstairs.
1: I know one of our um, uh, Instagram followers, poor Gail Alexander, was so exhausted that actually, she stumbled to do the laundry as, I mean, because I'm always trying to put on loads of laundry in the morning along with 10 million other things. So she staggered towards the washing machine, didn't notice that her dog had pooed in the pile of dirty laundry, put it in the washing machine. Later on, removed it from the washing machine, put it in the tumble dryer and ended up with just hot, crumbled, I suppose, clean dog shit <laughs> everywhere. Poor Gail Alexander. Poor girl.
0: And then we really heavily identified with Nanny Ma who slept so badly that she thought it was tomorrow and she went to a doctor's appointment only to be told it was the day before.
1: So, uh, time has... The, yeah, living in the world of the upside
0: down. <laughs> time has no meaningful concept. Yeah, yeah, time
1: <laughs> is a construct for poor old, poor old Nanny Mar. carrie N Marks um, put her children's pancakes in the dishwasher. And I love that because it's like all her senses have got all mixed up. She picked up a pancake. Obviously thought it was a plate put them in the dishwasher and didn't even discover they were in the dishwasher till that night blamed the dog i think
0: i think not being able to kind of see or to be fully cognizant of everything that's going on on your body and mind
1: is clearly a big thing so there was a busy Marsh who got into the shower with her birkenstock I and mean, i wasn't surprised by that i just hope she didn't ruin her birkenstocks because <laughs> that would be expensive and disappointing i
0: know that's the most annoying part and then there's emma fisher who put ground coriander on her porridge rather
1: than ground cinnamon. And to your point earlier... She ate it anyway. She bloody did. Because Who's got time to make more porridge? And then Stephanie Schmidt replied and said that she'd had a similar experience, except it was cumin on her waffles. No one wants a cumin-infused
0: waffle. And also, one of the things that one most relies on is coffee or some kind of caffeine. And poor old Mitch Lee topped up her coffee with frothy milk. Only to realise that she'd already washed up the milk, and
1: it was just full of horrid washing-up liquidy water, rancidy grey water. She probably still drank it too. I mean, and I know... tell you another thing that we do when we're tired, and this is what we're hearing. From from you as well is sort of humiliating micro injuries you know <laughs> where you're just going about your day and you ended up just ripping something or tearing something i mean bloom fam bam which is rather an amazing instagram name pulled a muscle trying to turn her alarm off oh my god there are so
0: many like terrible micro injuries like i i basically breathed and, uh, and I
1: dislocated something. Yes, I yawned um, and I pulled a muscle. I drank water too hard. Someone said the other day, I drank water too hard and really hurt myself. I know, and Lucy
0: VK, who fell off the treadmill at the gym, I think she just probably just stopped moving and yeah. just
1: went backwards. Allowed so. herself to be <laughs> taken. slung. Allowed herself to be taken. Exactly. It's just all humiliating. That's the thing. That's what tiredness takes from you. It takes, it takes away even more dignity. We don't have that much to... To share, and sometimes your, your inner sort of you know ranciness of feelings of being poisoned can burst out through your skin, as was the case with Catherine Evans, who told us that after a bad night she woke up with conjunctivitis in both eyes and a cold sore on her lip. So this extreme deterioration had happened overnight. It's the sleep plague that comes and visits you. It's the sleep plague. And you know, God bless L. Norton35, who bothered to reply <laughs> to our question, clearly in no fit state to reply, because she said I have barely functional today. <laughs> we have barely functional too. We have barely functional, L Norton 35.
0: Oh, no, we can't say who this next person is because we're worried that they might lose their job uh, or the trust of any of her clients. But someone messaged us and said, last night I slept so badly that I played Mario Kart for most of the day. Brackets, I'm a 38-year-old solicitor.
1: Yeah, I love Mowgli Boo because she said my entire face slid onto my tits when I stood up. <laughs> It's that horrible, horrible um, lottery. You get up in the morning, you look in the bathroom mirror and you don't know what you're going to see. You know that there's a there's a really big spectrum of what, what might stare back at you in that mirror.
0: One other uh, user told us, I was so tired that I was nice. Yeah. <laughs> Pity
1: the people tomorrow, it's gonna to be super awkward. I <laughs> yes, was so tired that her horrible personality deserted her. We had lots of stuff around people putting things in the wrong place. I remember when I was so tired that I posted my wallet into a bin. I tried on to the use street. my key card wants to open my door, my front door. Your key card from the office? Yes. To just, open your normal lock on yeah, your front door. Yeah, just like, oh, this is what I need. Why? Right. I'm swiping. Why isn't it working? So we had you telling us that you'd put the butter in the bin, the knife in the fridge. One of you put tuna in a teapot and tea bags in the salad, conditioner on the face and instead of hair. I mean you did something like that the other day, didn't you?
0: Yes, I put cracked heel balm on
1: my face. But it felt quite nice.
0: Well, it was awful because one it felt fine and two I you know and I I think I might have said this before but I basically was like oh well I wonder if it's going to help the cracks on my face like did it no of course not you stumbled across a holy grail yes do you remember like when they used to put anusol on under people's eye bags because it tightened
1: the the skin anusol yeah anusol anusol I mean, who knows, but and your soul sounds very smart. (laughs)
0: That's
1: like, that's like... uh, Preparation H, is that what it was called? Marilyn Monroe, all of that. She used to put it on her eye bags. Um, I mean, because so, you know, so we spend all day deranged and desperate to get back into bed. And then suddenly it's 9.30, which is close enough to start the prep, the bedtime prep, which... uh, I mean, listen, maybe like Emily, you've already fucked everything by falling asleep on the sofa. And if so, then we do not judge. But maybe that's the time when you just start to edge towards your bed. And then this really unhelpful bedtime, I mean, sort of busyness kicks in. And so there's suddenly task upon task and each one strikes you on the back of the next and it gets in the way of any lying down, let alone any hope of sleeping. I mean, you can't call it a second wind because that would imply that it'd be something useful or productive. It's more like our bastard brains just creating problems, not solutions. And we like solutions. So these stupid tasks seem just unavoidable, just incredibly urgent. So you become compelled to do, I mean, like what, um,
0: OK, well, one of the things that seems to strike me, not at 7pm or at any sensible time, but to do at sort of 9.45, when I'm already kind of, you know, 90% asleep on the sofa, is to lay out tomorrow's work outfit, which is, in theory... A brilliant plan. In theory, it's looking after your future self. Exactly, it's like getting ahead of oneself, and who doesn't like that as an yeah, adult, right? Exactly. That's the whole goal. And then, yes, because the idea is that that you will you will just hate yourself less in the morning, <laughs> which would be nice <laughs> in theory. Anyway, um, and also less likely to panic at three a.m. Like one of yeah. those things where you wake up, sort of trying to prevent the three a.m. panics. Anyway, so you open your wardrobe, you try everything on, and then you realise you hate everything, you hate yourself, you hate everyone around you, you hate that boy who broke your heart when you were 24, and you hate the person who ran an re- amber light at the big crossroads and left you stranded in the middle. Mm. I hate that person. Mm. You just full of hate. Which is so weird, because, you know, obviously, peace and love, guys, peace and love, especially also at hate. 9.45. hate does not make for sleep. No. And then, obviously, you look at yourself in the mirror.
1: Yeah, or would that, I mean, that's, that's I mean, right now, not, I try and look at my face and body in tiny little sections, not everything all at once. But, you know, if you look in the mirror when you're brushing your teeth and now let's say it's sort of like 10.03 or something. Yeah. And, oh, God, this happened to me two nights ago and you realise that you haven't washed your hair for four days. And, and And is that too long? Will it take you through tomorrow without you looking as though you're completely unravelling? In fact, should you wash your hair now? I mean, would that be an act of, like, crazed recklessness a bit like starting a film after 9pm yes you can't wash your hair at 10.03 um but there will be no time to wash it in the morning so so what should you do you think what should you do what should you do (laughs) (laughs) what should you do then you remember dry shampoo right yeah 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 so because i mean i'm mostly held together by dry shampoo
0: i've started because of my new extremely boring which i'm not going to go into because that will probably send you all to sleep it is boring um, my my hair
1: routine, but you know I really rely on dry shampoo. So do I. One of my best friends says I always look like I'm wearing a bonnet. Cause <laughs> It's a, it's a bit grey it's just a head of, of dry shampoo so it's now 10.06 and um, you've decided okay I found I found a solution we like solutions it's going to be dry shampoo but oh my god you've run out of dry shampoo
0: okay then so then. you
1: look for your phone right you think I need to put dry shampoo on the grocery order but you can't find your phone you're, why can't you, you find your phone well, you, first of all you can't find your phone because you could never find your phone but, but secondly you can't find your phone because you've left it in the other room or downstairs as part of your sleep hygiene programme that isn't working anyway So you go and get your phone, you turn it on, and then you realise that you've missed the deadline for the order. So you put a reminder on your phone to buy dry shampoo on your way to work.
0: Okay, then you're going to try and put the phone, you're going to go and put the phone back.
1: Yes, because you are dedicated to your sleep hygiene programme that isn't working, which is the definition of madness.
0: And you realise that the phone needs to be charged. So you have to come back to get the charger from by your bed, where it has been, because before you started the sleep programme that you're dedicated to that isn't working. Mm -mm -mm -mm. So then... You
1: you get your charger...
0: And then you think, oh, shall I order another charger? Like, How many chargers
1: is too many chargers? Wouldn't it be brilliant if there was a charger in every ha- room in the house? I think that's a sign that someone's really rich. When they have, like, two chargers in the kitchen, the charger in the sitting room, and the charger on the landing. I'm like, wow.
0: And only, we only know this because we went to go onto Amazon to order a charger. How much? How much, you fuckers? <laughs> it's so expensive.
1: No, no, you will not order another charger.
0: So what do we what do we have to do?
1: We have to move the charger around and lose it a lot and lose our minds even more. Yeah. So now you're even less sleepy. Let's say it's about ten seventeen, and you're really really cross about the cost of, of chargers. They're all charlatans and bastards. So you feel cross and you feel frightened about the cost of everything. So, of course, you, you do what any insane person would do. You go into the other room, you turn on your phone, you check your bank balance.
0: <laughs> because everything is so expensive and you're just worried that it's like, there's, it's all gone.
1: So, I mean, Jesus, that is a stupid thing to do. <laughs> so then you go into a sort of spiral where you're Googling savings accounts with high interest rates. You're Googling, when is it too late to start a pension? You suspect it is too late. You feel scared. Then you wonder if maybe... Living in a very far, far, far away country might be a cheap retirement solution. This is interesting because I've been looking at, like, Croatia. Or even further. Okay, gosh. So you think, oh, I shall travel to the land of far, far away and all will be well. (laughs) Then you think, I can't, I can't travel to that land unless I know where my passport is. Oh, no, you've said the word passport. What do you
0: immediately have to do?
1: I bet you want to stop recording and go and try and find your passport.
0: (laughs) I'm now thinking, shit, is my passport up to date? I'm really sorry if this is triggered everybody pausing their passports and
1: panicking. Well, it's, you know, I don't know what time it is. It's 10.31 or something. I've lost track. And you're running around the house right? to try and find your passport. You probably find it in the end. It's going to be in like, either exactly where it's meant to be, in the drawer or in the pocket of the hand luggage bag you took to Spain last summer. And you, for a second, just a second, you feel um, completely triumphant. And then you wonder where your birth certificate is. Jesus,
0: we are so punishing.
1: I mean, you probably realise that that is one step too far. So before you turn your phone off and put it back in the other room, you send yourself an email reminding yourself to attempt to locate your birth certificate, then you go to bed.
0: Okay, wait, wait, hold on. Just before you go to bed, you go for a just-in-case-pee in the relaxing-slash-dark bathroom. Yeah. But while you're in the loo, you feel your chin in the way that we do, and you find a chin hair. So you have to turn on the lights to examine the chin hair, and you realise obviously you can't
1: get it with your fingers and it's going to need... Intervention. Tweezers, right? Correct. Where are the tweezers? Where are the tweezers? Tweezers like chargers. Are you rich enough to have tweezers never more than six foot from your hand? (laughs) rather than just one pair that you can never find.
0: Maybe we should just sort of start wearing them around our necks, next to to our glasses. But I would chain. worry
1: about, then I would trip over when I was tired and, and stab myself through the heart with the tweezers.
0: Obviously, you'd be dead obviously. instantly. Exactly. Micro-injuries from tiredness would be tweezer pain. Anyway, so you fiddle and fiddle and fiddle and fiddle, and then you... Decide, okay, fine, I can't fiddle for, for,
1: for, for much also longer. Also, if you fiddle too much with a witchy chin hair, you can turn it into a spot, and okay. that's really depressing.
0: Yes, exactly. In sort of, you know, in the catalogue... So where the are the tweezers? indignities, we don't spots as well. Where are the tweezers? Ah! In the car.
1: Ah, in the glove box.
0: So you go downstairs, put your coat on over your nighty, No shoes, obviously. Why would you put shoes on? And go out to the car and get the tweezers. Then you remove the chin hair... And then you decide, while I'm here, I might as well tidy up my eyebrows. Oh, God. A bit? Too much? You step away from the tweezers. (gasps) Okay, so you realise you've got to book an eyebrow shape to basically, like, fix the fucking mess you've made right now. Um, When? And how will you remember
1: this? Well, presumably, you you go into the other room, you turn on your phone, you send yourself an email telling you to make an appointment, and then you go to bed. You're in bed, but then you think... Oh, God, is, is everything off? Is it locked? Yeah, because you've been outside. So have you locked the door, the front door? Have you locked the car? Yes, exactly. And so you have to <laughs> go around no. your, your home death-proofing everything. And as you do this, your burglar and death paranoia just sort of grows and grows. But, you know, eventually you just take yourself in hand and, and, and you go back to bed. But then you realise that while you were deathproofing, oh, you, you, you forgot to check that if the oven was still on. So you go downstairs to check if the oven's still on. It's not on. You check the fridge door, the freezer door, <laughs> the back door, the front door. Did you lock the car? You open the front door and you lock the car four times. Click, 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 click. No. Then you go to bed.
0: In bed, finally. Shit! Eye cream!
1: Eye cream. It's now, I don't know, it's after 11. And you're freezing and you are actually in bed. Also... Do we believe in eye cream? Well, probably not, but a patriarchal (laughs) voice deep inside your soul tells you that if you skip eye cream, even for one night, you will have let yourself go. God forbid.
0: God, the patriarchy has done some work on us. Anyway, obviously, despite this, we mustn't admit defeat. So we get up, we apply some eye cream, we get some in our eye, we feel bleary and suddenly very, very sad.
1: Very sad and very worried. And so we think that we should... Check our breasts. I mean, 100%. When did we last check our breasts? I mean, not recently, possibly never. Currently, now checking my yeah, breasts. Yeah, both checking as we're talking. Um, but also how? H- how do we do it properly? So we go and get the phone, turn it on and, 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 and Google how to check breasts. Then we turn on a video and follow it to check our breasts. And then and then we go to bed. Okay. So you're in bed.
0: And back in bed. Yeah. We accidentally rub our heels against our other leg yes and what happens we lacerate ourselves because mm, it's been a while since uh pedicure
1: Yeah, my heels are currently basically weapons of mass destruction <laughs> so obviously foot cream socks that's the first thing yeah which just feels weird and and, and slidey
0: and then all oh, i hate it when i put on the socks and i can feel the kind of the, the kind of the gnarling at the end, you know, as it's sort of as the nail that's growing so much starts like scratching at the end of the and
1: socks. well, as you're putting on your socks, <laughs> you notice the state of your hands, and they really are gnarled claws. So you get up and you, you dig around till you find some very very old yellowing rancid hand cream, and you put that on, and then you can't turn off the light until the hand cream has sunk in. And you think, come on, sink in, sink, but it doesn't sink in. So basically
0: you're basically just standing there with your arms out, sort of hoping that they're going to dry.
1: But they don't. So you go to the bathroom and you wash off the hand cream. But while you're there, you apply some neck cream because, you know... Cream. Cream. Then you go to bed.
0: But then you just need another just in case pee. Oh, Oh God. Then, back in bed, you lie down. And you wonder if you blew out the candle. You clearly remember blowing out.
1: Yes, because now when I blow out a candle, (laughs) I think to myself, I am mindfully blowing out this candle. And the reason I am mindfully blowing out this candle is so that when I go to bed... I don't panic that I didn't blow it out. And I can reassure reassure myself that I did, in fact, blow out that candle. Do you know, I do that with
0: the door now, the locked door at the front. I lock it and I go, this is me mindfully locking the door so that when I panic about locking the door, I know that I have mindfully
1: told myself that I am locking the door. But, you know, such is the self-doubt. But I think, yes, okay, so I blow out the candle. But did I blow it out properly? You know, has it come back to life? I mean, if any of you guys are lucky enough to have an open fire in your house, good luck ever sleeping again. I just don't think I could do that.
0: So basically what we're saying is adulthood is basically just trying to fall asleep at night and stay awake during the day.
1: I mean, that does seem to be the conclusion that we're left with.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. at
1: least we're all in it together.
0: Exactly. Anyway, thanks as usual for responding to our pleas of how tired are you?
1: Yeah, you just remember, if we're not in it together, we're not in it at all. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by Dream Distillery. Because good sleep makes the difference between a good day and a mad day. You've been listening to Annabelle Rifkin and Emily McMeekin of The Mid-Alt. Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. If you like what you hear, please rate, review and subscribe.